Welcome to the Gut Podcast. On the paper, a fecal microbiota signature with high specificity for pancreatic cancer. Published in paper copy in Gut in July 2022. My name is Dr. Philip Smith, Digital and Education Editor of Gut and Consultant Gastroenterologist at the Royal Liverpool Hospital, Liverpool, United Kingdom. And I extend a very warm welcome to Professor Bork, Director of the Helderberg site of the European Molecular Biology Laboratory. Professor Bork is one of the senior authors on this excellent paper. Professor Bork, thank you so much for joining me today to do this podcast and congratulations to you and your co-authors on this excellent paper. Firstly, could I ask you to explain the background to your study and why researching this area is so important? Yes, so it's a pleasure and uh, it goes back to history. It's a collaborative study and uh, foremost with this Nuria Arts Group at CNO in Madrid. And we discussed quite some time ago uh, already and uh, designed it uh, since 2015. We got a grant together uh, based on uh, encouraging results from our own group on the diagnostic potential of gut microbes in colon cancer. So, but while in colon cancer, some early non-invasive diagnostic tests around pancreatic cancer is diagnosed too late so that most people die soon after diagnosis. Also because um, pancreatic cancer is still on the rise, it's of uttermost importance to develop early diagnostic tests. And uh, yeah, the human gut microbiome has huge potential here. Thank you. Thank you. That's very clear. And I agree with you. This seems like a really important area that you're studying. Could you explain to our listeners what are the new findings that your study has found? Yeah, we showed that uh, certain human gut microbes collectively can be used as, a, as biomarkers, which are very specific for pancreatic cancer, also in early stages. So um, uh, while some association mostly with the oral microbiome have been reported, there's, there are huge technical issues with confounding factors, lifestyle, including medication, etc., so that we had to test for all known factors, uh, could not confirm, for example, a clear oral signature, but instead found a robust one for the gut microbiome, uh, which can lead to the development of a non-invasive uh, tests. And that is basically a summary. Thank you. I mean, I, it's generated so much interest online and on social media. Um, it feels like it's got a real great potential. So could you explain to our listeners how your study may impact on clinical practice in the foreseeable future and, and obviously patient care. Yeah, so here it's about expectation management. So I'm a scientist as a scientific study, and there's still lots of work ahead before a non-invasive test can be ruled out. So first, one has to confirm the finding in geographically diverse areas. And here we are in progressing already, just published together with Japanese colleagues uh, who could confirm a signal beyond Europe, which is a good starting point. Second, one has to enlarge the size of the population studies. We had only a couple of hundred people here to ensure the robustness and also put more emphasis on the early stages, which are very tricky to get in pancreatic cancer. As, as I mentioned before, uh, it's very difficult to detect. Also, it's a rather rare disease. So early detection is, will take some time, but progress is here too. So we're collecting now uh, cohorts uh, for exactly this. And finally, one needs to develop a fast and cheap certified non-invasive uh, stool test as um, 
our sensitive methods based on metagenomics, so what we published on, uh, so it's environmental sequencing, are still pretty pricey. So one has to be, have, you know, be realistic about the economy of the whole thing. And that analysis takes also time. So it needs to be validated in a robust commercial setting. So, But if this is sort of uh, done, maybe in a few years, then I see it can be rolled out to even resident physicians to be collected by diagnostics companies. So it can have uh, indeed an impact. Absolutely. I mean, uh, as a clinician myself, it seems really very exciting where it could be in a, in a few years' time. Could you therefore just explain, um, and you have already partly, how this study may impact on research priorities in the foreseeable future? Yeah, so uh, just one step back. So after the initial hype on the gut microbiome or the human microbiome in general to as biomarkers, so tons of reports uh, have been published in the last 15 years associating uh, mostly gut microbiota with disease. Uh, but now the field is kind of consolidating. So many of these associations of the early one turned out to be confounded by other factors, so actually not really true. Uh, or are for other reasons not suitable for proper commercial diagnostics. So I see our finding as an encouragement, also for ourselves, but also for others, that there's a new generation of bioinformatics tools, for example, to control from these confounding effects and improve technologies, it's worth continuing to look for human gut microbiome biomarkers, not only for disease, there are other uh, constellations as well. And ourselves is certainly engaged now to bring the concept uh, and, uh, and, the, and the biomarkers for Pangal cancer really to clinical practice. So really we will engage with uh, commercial activities to get that going and also with lots of colleagues across the world, clinicians, because uh, as I said, it's a rare disease. One has to get samples together from patients and it will take some time. Well, it's clear to me and I'm sure to many other people, Professor Book, that you and your co-authors are doing some fantastic work. Thank you once again for doing this podcast today. Congratulations on your fantastic paper being published in GUT. To our listeners, if you want to read the paper, click on the link underneath this podcast. And of course, please join us again in the future for future GUT podcasts.